This week's topic, start strong, finish strong. Let's send it. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Full Sun Living. We are Ethan Bricker and Nate Thompson, and we're so glad that you've tuned in to our podcast. We're so happy that you've tuned in. Um, We've got a great topic today. We're talking about starting strong and finishing strong. I am excited about this idea. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, This is uh, often something that um, I think most people, we have... We've got hidden areas in our life where we're really, really good at starting strong and finishing strong. And then there's other areas in life where we fall short at either starting strong or finishing strong. Yeah. Well, I just showed Kate my ideas because she was like, what are you guys going to be talking about? And I said, just hypocritically talking about finishing strong. <laughs> you know, start <laughs> talking funny, about like, finishing strong when I'm really bad at yeah, finishing it's strong. It's funny when you like, when you start writing things out, like, no, this is good. And then like, I feel like it just mm-hmm. does, like you said, it highlights areas in your life where like, dang, I hope whoever knows this part about me isn't, isn't listening, listening to- <laughs> right now to full sun living. <laughs> yeah. So that, we just came up with some just ideas, like tips, I yeah. guess, like stuff that we've learned and stuff that we try to implement. Mm-hmm. with stuff, you know, with life. And this usually revolves around something new, um, new to us that we've never done. That's mm-hmm. a, usually a big thing that people struggle with when it comes to starting strong and finishing yeah. strong, or it comes with the things that are mundane and repetitive where you do it over and over and over again. We and call you've, that work. Yeah, work. Exactly. <laughs> where you've just become lackadaisical um, and, you know, just kind of let things autopilot autopilot and and so Mm -hmm. you end up not starting strong or finishing strong yeah and so let's try to remedy that today shall we let's just yeah yeah okay so Um, what are some ways that we can uh we can start strong i (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't know maybe i just got a list right Uh, here in front of me yeah i I don't know um you go first yeah what's been yours a big thing for me is calculating the amount of time energy Um, or money that Mm -hmm. it costs to do that thing. So if it's work, I need to calculate, I need to calculate how much time do I need to really get going in the morning? Like when I get to work, how much time does it really take for me to start work? Are you a slow (laughs) starter in the day or no? I'm a fast starter in the day. I'm I'm like, um, I'm an, an hour and 15 minutes. Really? It sounds dumb to say out loud, but it's true. You put I feel fuel like from in the, the tank and it just slowly gets to the I'm just end. Like a, I'm like a boiling pot. I can start, like you gotta get me there. Like yeah. I'll get up in the morning and get ready or whatever and drive into work and I usually don't say anything. And I mean, obviously I'm by myself. So. Yeah. But I mean, even when I get into work, it's kind of like I'm a slow, like I gotta get going. And some days yeah. I'll come in, you know, wound up if I worked out in the morning, but I'm kind of like an hour and a half. Yeah. Give me that. Just give me some time. Here's the reason why why I'm more of a fast starter. Because and this is like this is one thing that I think is really helpful for me that I figured out about myself. If I start fast, mm-hmm. I get more stuff done in the morning. And so when stressful things come up throughout the day, I can handle those better and more efficiently because I've already just hammered out a ton of work at the beginning of the day. So I have less on my plate for the right, second right half like of the day. Yeah. So when those stressful things come come at me, I already started strong and so I can I can handle the right, weight like, of those big dramatic yeah, even things. Yeah, just like mentally your mm-hmm. mind's like 
zipping along. Yeah. I think, um, you know what helped Kate and I out? I think what helped me out because we were doing this for quite almost maybe like a year and a half or more. We were getting up early and working out before I went into work. Mm-hmm. And those that during that time, I'd show up just like ready to roll. Yeah. Like I didn't care what came through the door at work. So I'm like, whoa, I've been up since five. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, man, it's, yeah. But I think that's, I think that comes on to be, I'm, I am a morning person. And so like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like that's not a big part of it. I am a morning person. Naturally, My kids what up. time does your brain wake up? What time would you just wake up? Normally? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Yeah. See, like, dude, I'm eight thirty. How weird yeah, is that? That I is weird. You were literally an hour and a half mind, away yeah, from I, where I would be. <laughs> I'm like eight o'clock. I feel like my. I'm like, that's like. Yeah. I'm turning on. Most days it's six thirty, but like, if if I have got like no on a kids, Saturday, you're just up. You're just well, hey. the kids wake me up, so I've got no Those option. Kids, but like, if I had, if, trade it if, for the world. if it's just Lydia and I out at a hotel and we have got no kids, I'll wake up at seven. Just bright eyed and bushy tail. Yeah. Hey, like, re- let's hey, get this you. day going. <laughs> got some eggs going. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so I, I will say in the seasons of life, especially with, with kids where being a morning person was really hard and starting the day was really hard. Um, especially early on when we first started having kids, it was so hard for me because I was not used to being woken up multiple times throughout the night. And so then I really was like, I would love to just stay in bed until nine. That was where like I had to take action at the end of my day prior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, prior. um, I had to do things strategically to set myself up so that my next morning would go well. So like I, I'm just kind of a planner. So like I'd, I'd like lay out my clothes, mm-hmm. like do things to make it so that my brain didn't have to work that hard. Right. And just, yeah. I. It was kind of funny when you thought of that one. One of the ones I wrote down was about like thinking it through. Like think mm-hmm. through um, what you're taking on to the end. Like and try to like, you know. So yeah. I feel like even for you, like if we do, if we shrink it down to like our just a work day, like we we're talking about. How the like the day before you're like all right I've got these things lined up already mm-hmm. so they're already out of your way yeah and I think that's just that's a, just a good point that's yeah a good, I'm like a, a taskless I'm a task person so mm-hmm. like every single time I knock off a task I feel less mentally overloaded which gives me more energy throughout my day well dude well one of the things with this one when I start when I thought of that like trying to think through what you're taking on and try to think it out to the end and visualize it. One of the, what came to my mind was when Kate and I were renovating our house a while ago, we went through like each room and made like listed like bedroom one needs this, 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 this done. Bedroom two needs this. Th-. And it was like, mm. it was taking like that huge task of the whole house and just breaking it down into little lists yeah. that made it way more like, just it made it so I could think through like okay if I'm cutting trim, I'll cut trim for all you know it was just it yeah. made it so much when you're like I've got a I've got to yeah. patch like fifty holes with drywall throughout the whole house yes. that feels huge and ginormous but if you're like I'm gonna just take handle this just, one room yeah. it with helps four so walls much, dude like you're saying when you yeah. listed things out and you kind of think it through a little bit and then prepare ahead of time like you know I could say all right tomorrow this is these are my, this is my task for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm lining up. And that, that just does help. It takes a lot of weight off, a lot of useless weight. You yes. know, it's almost like you trim the fat mm-hmm. the day before. That's a good I tip. think doing, doing things in smaller scales helps you start faster and more efficiently mm-hmm. so that you can handle the bigger scale things later on. Um, like I think about you, 
like you, you've been doing, uh, for those that of our listeners that don't know, Nate has done, uh, one micro conference coming we've up got, on two. Got another one lined up. It's called triggered trigger, man. I can't we, wait. We'll announce one. more details later, Yep. but, um, you've done a couple micro conferences. And so like, if there was ever a day where you're like, I want to do a big conference, you've already done something small scale with 30 people yeah. to prepare you for 300 because yeah, you, you've already multiplying what I know. Yeah. So yep. it, does, it is so helpful. Um, but like for me, when I did outpouring, we, it was like, we're going to do this conference and we're going to prepare for 900 people. It was like, yeah. that's what we're preparing for. We, we don't yep. know if 900 people will show up or not. And so like my, I didn't ever do a small scale. Like the only thing I could do was just call people who have done conferences and ask them questions of like, what should I prepare myself for? And so I think like if you're listening to this and you're like, I really want to start a, a restaurant or whatever, it's like do things like invite up, invite 20 people over to your house and just cook them all food. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like do little things to just kind of prepare you for like, oh man, I wasn't prepared for this kind of feedback or this kind of situation coming up. And, um, you know, sometimes I will say the year that I did the conference mm-hmm was probably one of the most stressful years of my entire life um, just because it was just, just so well, new yeah, and, and, and big scale. It was big scale. And I, yeah. I, I don't, I think it would have been so much, um, not that it was a waste. It was incredible. It was an awesome was. conference and it was really powerful, but um, I think it would have been a lot less taxing on me if I would have done a smaller scale mm-hmm. instead of just trying to like attack it, you know, like the Super Bowl. Well, dude, <laughs> I, yes, I see totally what you're saying, but you said something in there that was one of the other things and it was, you called people and asked for advice. Mm -hmm. So I think another tip for starting strong and ending strong we have written down here is ask others for their advice or their view of what and how you're doing. Yeah. You know, so like for you with outpouring to call other like resources that you have that have had conferences, hosted conferences, help put them on and different things and start picking their brains about stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes we just get almost like, I don't know, we can be selfish with our own stuff and we just want, we don't, either we're embarrassed that we're going to reveal that we have no idea what we're doing mm-hmm. and we try to plow through the whole thing and just get it, you know, then in a way, then it's only going to be as big as you think mm-hmm. really, which can be huge for some people. But sometimes, you know, you can, like, I know me, and I, with this one, one of the things I thought of is I'm one of the preceptors at my work, so I'm training people, and I will resource my coworkers who aren't necessarily, like, deemed the trainer, mm-hmm. but they're good at their jobs. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, for me to not say to one of them who has a personality that's way more chill than mine, that's way more, like, um, detailed than mine, and for me not to like say, hey, what do you think about this? What am I missing here? I remember even finishing training with some of them and being like, what did I suck at? Mm-hmm. Like what, now that you're out a year from me teaching you how to do this, where could I have done better? Yeah, yeah. You know, and just trying to like um, ask for that advice Yep. And and learn from the areas where you're like, man, I don't know. Because if I stick with my own style of stuff, man, dude, I miss, there's too many holes. It's like Swiss cheese Mm-hmm. training in a way because it's like I just you know we all do it you focus yeah. on what you focus on so yeah I think what you said about calling people 
when you're taking on a task, when you have something you want to start strong, finish strong, something you have no idea about, mm-hmm. or you do have an idea, but just you want to get a different angle and view. It's yeah, so important. it's like so important to the to both sides of like they they're going to give you some ideas that will help you start, and then they're going to also give you ideas that will make the finishing easier. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest thing with starting is my whole my mindset towards starting something. Um, is what can I do at the beginning to make the finishing easier? Yeah. Like that's where like, I, I'm always wanting to do that. And that's, that's part of the flaw in me too, though, is because once I get to the finishing, if it gets really, really, really hard, then I just start, you know, like you get your, you thought you prepared yourself for all <laughs> of the, the right things and prepared yourself so that the finishing would be easy as cake. Yeah. And then you get there and it's so much harder than even all your prep work. Dude, um, that rem- it just reminds me yeah. of building the house, right? Yeah. It's the finished carpenters that cost the most and take mm-hmm. the longest. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you think about the people that come in to do the trim and like all the little the drywall little dumb stuff that's like the leftover stuff yeah that nobody sees from the road yeah you know those are the details of finishing strong that a lot of people i mean i don't know i do i blow by mm-hmm. them because i think because it's not so much in my um i'm just not that there's certain things i'm not that picky about there's certain things i am very picky about but yeah. it's funny how like finishing is you it's fin it's when it's finished and how many little things I have in my house that are like Oh dude you ah! should see my you should see my son's <laughs> my son's room. We built these two these rooms up in uh, the upper level of our house and we split a room in half, made it made it into a second room and we put in a closet and so we built this closet and I still haven't put closet doors on when it was at it? all. How long ago? I don't wanna say it. <laughs> <laughs> two years, years ago, ago, maybe more. That's going to be I'm, like his college gift. Just give yeah, him a closet door. I, hey, when then, you go to your dorm, put this closet door up. <laughs> put this, here, you can go to your college with this door. Um, yeah, Lydia keeps, she's she's always like, when are you going to put that door in? And I'm just like, I'll get to it. But like, it's so much I did easier not finish it. I didn't finish strong because one, I didn't prepare myself <laughs> for like how big of a task that would be. Right. Like, because it wasn't just one room. We no. literally built three rooms. Yeah. And that was an undertaking. Yeah. Dude. And shout out to Brad Sunberg because and you a, you helped me with trim I and dabbled. everything. I did. But like Brad just like Brad was warrior. there with me, like just killing it. But unfortunately he wasn't he there to do my you. closet yeah, door. He, <laughs> <laughs> he failed you. Yeah. Way to go, Brad. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about finishing strong then. Okay. Yeah. I think one more tip for that would be can I say set a deadline? Yes, that's very important. Yeah. I you can't start if you don't I love have a and deadline. Hate deadlines. Yeah. Especially if I'm the one that set it for myself. Yeah. But to have that end goal, um, like a set finish line, it just helps keep you grounded and on track, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and even doing um like one thing Lydia and I learned when we did her first album is we both we said we did this album and we said like we were like, okay, we've got four months to do these eight songs mm-hmm. or seven songs, whatever it was. And we got through it all and it was like, we're never doing that again. Like we're never saying we need this whole album to be done by this month, by this date. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we needed to be done by our conference. And we were like, we're never going to do that again. And so basically what we learned from that was we do have to do that because that's what keeps us continually making music. But what we need to do instead is if you're somebody who's like, I don't like to just pick a day 
then just pick a month, like right. by the okay, end I of like this that. month. Like and so we've been, yeah, we've there. been doing that now and we've been pumping music out because now it's not so much like it needs to be done by this date. There's for whatever reason, it added so much pressure to us to finish it, mm-hmm. which loses the creativity. And so now it's no, we need it done by the end of this month. It needs to be done. So we've got four weeks to have it done. I like that. Um, and then we have it scheduled to come out, you know, two two months after that. So we've got all that buffer room. Yeah. If it if there's any problems, but like, um, if you're like somebody who's like, I really don't like just picking a date, which I I, pro- I strongly encourage just picking a date for most things. But mm-hmm. if you're like, well, I'm going to lose my creativity, then at least just pick by this month. It must be done. You yeah. know. I would say to certain things in my life, the deadline or the date, it gets you started too, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can think of with Kate and I doing the next, what you just mentioned earlier, Trigger, this next micro conference. Mm -hmm. We had the idea the week after we finished the win. Or you mean Kate had the idea and you just used it for your own advantage? <laughs> yes, excellent. Yes. This is a brilliant idea. That's I'll mine take now. That idea because I have a microphone. Yes. Yeah. So we had it, and it was funny because like, but up until a couple of weeks ago, now that we you know we we kind of looks like we got a little room to plan some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we set the date in September. So now we're lining up people to talk at it, people to um, help with it and where we're going to have it. And it's just funny, like the date made it like real, real. Mm-hmm. So then it, like I told Kate the other day, I'm like, I have so many little things I got to get going. Like I got all these fun ideas to do. And I'm like, I'm going to, if I don't start on them, I'm going to lose traction. I love to have something about 70% done before I feel the weight of it. Yeah. You know, so it's like by... August, I'm going to feel the weight of the idea. Mm -hmm. So if July, I can, I've got my speakers lined up. I've got ideas laid out. I've got all the bones laid. So there's certain things I got to do, but those kinds of things, like the date helped me to start strong. And then like you said, dude, the preparation that I'm doing right now Mm -hmm. is going to relieve the weight of losing traction in the end and like wanting to move the date on something you cannot move. Yeah. Have you ever seen like I'm sure anybody's listening like you've seen like restaurants opening or like or conferences and whatever yeah. like things opening happening and you see the organize, organizer the owner yeah. things like that running around with their head chopped off just like craziness yeah. um and uh and I always think about that where you're like there was obviously elements that weren't planned for, which there are some things that are completely out of your control yeah. and you can't. And so like, if you see somebody with their head cut off, Just show them some it, love. it doesn't mean that they did a bad <laughs> job, but, uh, but there was something I noticed even with your micro conferences, the week of you were like super like, go, 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 go. And it was getting stressful. And I remember you being like, man, I'm just tired now. Like, I'm just kind of want this to be done. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's funny. But you then the day happens, right? And yeah. you got to the day and that's when the day was like, okay, this is real. This is happening. And all the legwork was basically done. And so that's when you could just enjoy the day. And it was enjoyable to watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. To be, it's like, cause it was, cause it was like Kate, it was like our little baby. Like it was the first one we've ever done. And then we just wanted it to be, good 
Mm-hmm. We wanted to just have like that feeling of like the people who came because we only limited it to a certain amount of people. So then it was kind of fun to make it be like they got there and they experienced something cool. But yeah. like, yeah, that stress of then the day came and then it just unfolded just click, 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 click like it should. And then there were things we learned like, all right, the next one, we're going to get this lined up different and just learning mm-hmm. from that for this next one coming up. Yeah. But Ethan, you just said something that brings us to our next point. Let's do it. Be willing to adjust on the fly. Yes. Um, things change that we're not able to control or foresee. Be mm-hmm. willing to roll with it and find new avenues to take to keep you going and get you where you need to go. Yep. Be a solu- Be somebody who finds a solution and not the mm-hmm. the problem, which like I am notorious for just finding the problem and just be like, look, there's a problem and not finding a solution for it. And until my dad started doing it, my dad just started doing this thing like within the last couple of years. So where I'd be like, there's a problem that's, that needs to be fixed. And and he'd just be like, okay, fix it. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to fix it. I want somebody <laughs> else to fix it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just and, gently bow out. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, bye. You know what I mean? So like, if it's your thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if your business is suffering, then like nobody else is going to come fix it for you. Like mm-hmm. if you're a salesperson and you need bigger sale, like more sales, nobody's just going to come give you more sales. Right. You need to like, you need to take steps to like, to finish it. You know what yeah. I mean? To, like, Dude, you, which makes me think of one of the, we said, ask for advice. If you have a, somebody with you at work who's doing well, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Ask them. They'll, yeah. they'll be so like stuck on yourself and so like, nervous to put yourself out there to say i don't know i need help yeah give me some advice man and ask the people that you you thought were less good at you (laughs) at it than you were um is that the right way of saying it i had to ask a couple years ago um this guy that was always number two to me in sales always like he was always behind me by a good amount and then he passed me one day just blew past and for me to like go ask him what are you doing right (laughs) like i just remember that being like this sucks like Like, this stings hey randy yeah how's your day (laughs) um how are you getting so many clients and like doing so well and like how'd you pass me (laughs) how'd you pass me bro and uh and i remember like having to swallow all that pride but it was so good for me because it made me realize like i am not an expert of all things i'm not the expert of even this job like i you can always learn and Mm -hmm. so like which brings me to my next point be a learner and don't ever think that you're the expert because like if you won't finish strong if you think that you're the only one doing what you're doing like you're, you won't finish strong like if you that. think you're the the original. Yeah, I I I can't stand when I hear people, like unless they invented something that nobody else invented, like physically. Mm-hmm. I I hate when people say like, oh yeah, we teach like we taught that first or we we did this first or right. stuff like that. When it's like you really have no proof of that. You 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 weren't Microsoft. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? You, there's some things we know. Yeah, we're the first. There's so much pride with that of being yeah. like we we do that. Like we're we're known for this and stuff like that. It it makes you the expert and you start to lose the ability to just humble yourself and learn from other people that might be at this point less good. Right. At what you're doing, but they might pass you because they figured something out that you didn't. But yeah. if you're the expert, you're unwilling to learn 
from that person, this old breach. Dude, right. Yeah. And so like I had to go to Kristen was like, dude, what are you doing? And I found out he, he had way more strategy with his day-to-day follow-up with different clients. And I didn't. And as soon as I learned that from him, I, a year later, yeah, like it was, you, it was like thanks. six months later. I was like, thanks for that information, buddy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, I know. I'll yeah. pass you now. And so I passed him and, and, and I think I've been ahead of him ever since then, you know, so yeah. I kind of like reclaimed my, you know, number one spot again, but that's not what it's about. It's about, but like, it is, but he comes to me. <laughs> yeah, it, but it is Actually, winning it is, is always better. <laughs> if you're second, you're the first loser yeah. people. <laughs> but like what I think is cool is cause like, I'm just going to keep using Chris as an example. Um, hey Chris, hey Chris Dickinson, you don't even listen to this, but what's up dude. One, day. <laughs> um, one thing I really love about Chris is, um, we learn from each other. Like Mm -hmm. when, when I'm doing the right things, he's not afraid to like come and ask me like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what, what do you, what have you changed? Like the market's changing because of COVID. So what have you changed? And I'm totally willing to tell him what I'm doing because at the end of the day, like I want to finish strong. And by me finishing strong, sometimes it just means helping other people. It is in the relationships more important than the sale. Yeah. But, I mean, you see the dude. Did I just day. take this whole conversation to a completely different place? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I'm still I here. just think that I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think it's really important no, to like in order to to finish, mm-hmm. you need to be willing to learn from the people around you. Absolutely. Along the way. Yeah. Like you can't just finish and be like, "Oh, now that I'm finished, now I'm willing to learn." Right. and get feedback because my thing is done or I I completed this or whatever. Like you need to be willing to get feedback in the middle of your I know, Chaos, man. You know? And sometimes, like you said, it. Well, sometimes getting feedback in the middle sucks. Yeah, because you're working on it. But you right? gotta be willing to, like, because what if, what if there's a better idea? Mm-hmm. What if it's? What if it could be better? Yeah. And I Dude, mean, dude, this is such a good topic right here. Let's stay right here. Okay. Getting an idea while you're still working on it, Ugh. getting feedback while you're working on something is really difficult because it's not done yet and you mm-hmm. want to prove to the person, well, it's not done yet. Right. And it's so easy to throw that smoke screen up and be like, well, it's not done yet. You haven't seen the whole picture. But if you're not willing to learn Dude, I had hear, a day at work. I'm going to go back to one example of when I was teaching somebody at work. One of the other, one of my other coworkers, um, she was one of the educators at the time, preceptors, and she wasn't. And then I came and I was doing something and she just like called me out, like, you got to do this, this, and this. And I just remember like the feeling of like, well, I'm not, I'm not done training them yet for one. Mm-hmm. So don't try to correct me in the middle of my thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like this whole feeling of like protectiveness of like, this is my thing right now. Yeah. And I'm in charge of him. I'm the, I'm the one that's teaching. <laughs> you're not even doing it anymore. And you're like, or like, we're like, she's throwing me knowledge. And like, you have this opportunity to like learn from it. Take mm-hmm. it, do, learn from it, and listen and hear it, and be willing to recourse the direction you were going based off of somebody saying, "Hey, um, what do you think about this idea?" Mm-hmm. You know, type thing. And how often, man, we miss it. Yeah. And then you, you like you said, you put that smoke screen up. Well, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't don't look now. And then when they are done, it's like, hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best time to hear, to get the feedback because like they might be able to add something that 
is the piece of the puzzle that your mind was needing. And then that piece of the puzzle creates like this domino effect of ideas in your head. I've been there so many times, Ethan. We would, when I was in the band, we we would always just say, I'm as close to nail point as I can get without getting my eyes wet. Like the idea that you're so (laughs) close to something, you're creating a song, Mm -hmm. you can't see anything else. So then one of the other guys is like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. we need to, we, let's, what do we, we try this? And we yeah. had, so we would say that all the time. Like, I'm, I'm so close. I'm about to get my eyes wet. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't see anything else. So it's like, yeah. I need you to see for me right now because I'm so in this. I don't even know what's what yeah. anymore. But when you, when you make it yours, you own something so hard that you don't want to share that or be vulnerable enough to take that input mm-hmm. and learning Man, it might not be the best thing. It might yeah. be good, might turn out cool, but it might not be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, I like think that. that's where if you're like leading something or you're the leader of an organization or a business or something like that, it's always good to bring somebody from the outside in. So mm-hmm. if you get a new hire or just a new volunteer or something like that and just ask them like, tell me what you're seeing. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like bold, what, what are you seeing? Like yeah. what's healthy, what's not healthy. Right. Because they're coming in with fresh eyes. You, you know what I mean? A lot of times people don't want to hear it. No. Because you're just, you're happy with what you're doing or it's comfortable. Yeah. I mean, and then it's like, okay. yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, but you'll finish stronger. You will. Because you'll have fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, when I talk about all the time outpouring, when I added Katie, I was like, give me fresh eyes. Yeah. And she was just like, pew, 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 pew. like she had a, she had a binder <laughs> full of things to change. <laughs> and, that, like, shot yeah. she, she's like, I'm going to get this like a pig. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was so helpful because she was seeing things with a, a whole new news perspective. Yeah. Okay. How All do right. we send it this week? How do we start strong? How do we finish strong? Here's what we got. This is how you guys are going to send it this week. Uh, be consistent with what you can control. And that, is you. So pick two areas in your life, one professional and one personal that you can improve on. Create a system of how to start the day well. Prepare yourself ahead of time so that you can attack the day and the day doesn't attack you. There it is. Go get it, man. Go get it. Find a way to create a system. Yep. Start strong and then finish strong. Take our little tips and we're going to try to take them too. Yeah. We'll all try. We all have areas, right? Like we've all got areas in life where we can, we can get better at this. Um, And I know like, even just from talking about this, I'm like looking at a couple different areas in my life. I'm like, I'm going to apply that. Not me. That's good. Yeah. No, you're perfect. Yeah. That's why you're on. That's why (laughs) I'm not taking advice from anybody.